Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. I'm talking with uh, Luke Schneider and Jason Patton, and we're having uh, a lot of fun being real about what's involved in starting a business. Talk, uh, I'm curious, Luke, uh, on a scale of numbers, you know, business is boils down to the numbers. And so when you started, what were your numbers? How much coffee were you shipping? You know, by the, how, how do you measure by the pound, five pound, you know, certain size bags and, and, and things like that. Were you, were you doing it person to person? Were you doing it online? And how much were you dealing, uh, moving and beginning and compared to where you are now? All in kilos. It's like Coke. We, we just, it's all in kilos. It's all in kilos. <laughs> it went from 800, put it in perspective of green coffee. It went from ordering a pallet of coffee at a time, carrying that pallet up some steps into the strip mall that we were at now to sending truckloads and and buying multiple containers a month of coffee and uh now now working on supply chain and support um sourcing directly from the farms and exporting and importing ourselves and and doing all that so it's gone from you know buying you know bags at a time to now containers at a time and uh talk about that bags to containers because you when you buy you're buying raw coffee is that right and then you're roasting it and then you're yeah talk about that so coffee is a commodity it's actually the, the second largest traded commodity in the world behind crude oil and uh and just like any commodity you have to learn you have to understand the the market what impacts it you know what what's the driver of the, of the market how how it's being impacted and coffee's been crazy lately, especially if you watch the, the coffee market, just like a lot of other markets right now. So it's, um, you know, making smart, trying to make as, as uh, smart uh, of educated and educated decisions as you can when it comes to purchasing, trying to uh, save costs, but also uh, it's, it's very important to us, especially now as, as we're growing more and more volume, we want to make sure what's going on at origin as well. So we want to also make sure that we start establishing relationships with the farms, making sure that they're being paid properly. So if we can cut out any middleman in the process, we can ensure that, you know, the farmers are being paid what, what they should be. And, and if I'm going to give that money to anybody, I'd rather give it to the farmers. And so how did you find how did you figure out, uh, you know, someone's buy uh, buy coffee? Uh, you can't go down and get a pallet of it at your grocery store, uh, you know, especially raw. So, how did you start unraveling all of that stuff? Did your your wife, because she was a barista, did she have contacts, or did she know, you know, where you start off as a little bit of an insider? actually googled uh buying green beans our first palette was an entire thing of regular green beans really? uh, no, sure. <laughs> so <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> uh, so, how, how did they roast up by the way yeah it wasn't good it wasn't, it wasn't good <laughs> i just just sat just 
immersing yourself into the into the culture you know and 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 uh, in coffee and um i would say coffee has its own culture too and you know and and we've been there's a lot of trends that go on in coffee we've we've uh we keep an eye on those trends but we also we actually prefer making our own trends so we we do what makes sense for us uh which is why we created our spirit infused coffee we have a unique proprietary coffee uh, that is our spirit infused coffee and uh, we we when we were when we got into coffee there was a lot of what you would consider like the what people call the third wave of coffee and a lot of these like trendy coffee shops well we could have easily just tried to be one of those trendy coffee shops we 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 didn't want to do that we it made sense for us to start online you know being a firefighter working 24 hours and 48 off i knew i couldn't staff a cafe but i knew i could ship orders on my day off and i can do customer service and that kind of thing so we did that because that's what made sense for for us we 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 didn't want to be like every other coffee company we wanted to build our own brand and and have a mission behind it and go after that you know and 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 be true to who we are and true to our mission so we've everything we've done in the in in this company has been because it made sense for us it's not just because that's what other people were doing you know uh so you were in the beginning you're shipping the coffee yourself you're you know you're getting the orders online and and how did you get your word out to start off at, that you were in business and people could find you and this was how did you let people know initially this was a thing initially it was friends and family you know uh -huh. people word of mouth uh, that kind of thing doing some uh, small events expos some small expos and stuff like that and then when i met jason we were able to really take it to the next level uh, with with him uh, doing the social media content and and driving awareness online because we started as an online company so it's really key to to build that community on social media which helps your online search organically and your seo and all that stuff so it's it's all tied together so it it's really helped uh, initially i would say got some got so, some momentum going just from friends and family but with uh with jason's uh stuff that he's doing and then even doing you know working starting to build a team doing that stuff and building making content and and social media and stuff we've been able to really take it to the next level so Jason, what were the first things that jumped in your mind that what you could take to market this thing? And what were the first things you did once you got involved? We wanted, that were, we wanted let's say, let's say this, that were successful. That were successful, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, we wanted, we know that there's other coffee brands out there. So we wanted yeah. to separate ourselves. And how do we do that? We do that through the things that we know work, humor, humor, yeah. and then letting people know that it is a high quality coffee. So whenever we would create a video, we tried to kind of have to have those paramount things to really think about. How do we describe the coffee? How do we tell people that it is great tasting, uh, high quality coffee? And we do that through fun descriptors. So on and so forth and then also uh most recently we started doing some fun videos about the roasting process and again a lot of
lot of the stuff that we're doing is, is exploding outside of what would be within the normal box of, you know, this is great coffee. It tastes good, sip, so on and so forth. Um, and so we uh, we really wanted to focus on how to draw people to our brand. Because again, most people know you have to see a product seven times before you're going to make the purchase. So how do we do that? We can do it through advertising, through, you know, search engine optimizations, and then obviously through the social media. But we know that firefighter humor, EMS humor, the people that were originally trying to connect with, we know how to make those types of videos. So we we made those videos. And then other thing is that we realize is that it's not just firefighters that want to buy our coffee. It's people that support firefighters. So there we had go. to yeah. branch outside of that as well. So yeah, yeah. it's been a fun journey. Now you were on the uh, receiving end, Luke, and how quick did you notice a spike in sales after uh, you got uh, Jason involved and, and the social media uh, uh, presence started to be felt? How quick did that turn into sales for you? It's been, it's, I feel like it's since the beginning, it's, it's been a quick climb. I mean, we, we've gone from Almost instantly, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'd say that from the very beginning, we've just been an onward and upward. And that's, that's what's make, made this really exciting. It's really been a, a roller coaster, but a fun one. Yeah. And what would the next step? I mean, you know, what I see is like you had an initial uh, starter thing, a family and friends and local. Then you bring in Jason. Uh, was Jason, uh, uh, were you up there in Illinois at that time or were you already down in Florida? Oh, I was I, I was in Florida. He contacted okay. me. He said, come on yeah. up. Um, well, and well, I went up. I'm sure when you got in, you let everybody else around, you know, so that was going to be uh, a yep. bunch of business. And then I'm sure so that had to be a surge. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, because you're tapping into your natural market and, and, and influence. And then I'm sure there was a surge of uh, your presence on social media. And all of a sudden, you're starting to get out there. And that you've run that for a long way, you're up to like, uh, uh, how much did you say, Luke, you're maybe you don't want to give these numbers out, but you're sales wise. Yeah, I think we're, we should hit about 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 10 million this year is what we're looking 10, at. 10 million. And and now for you to go now to 100 million, I'm, I, you know, you have to stay away from me. OK, because I don't know why I'm like this. I don't need money. I can't. Get a, I don't. I never needed to start this podcast. Larry, we, Larry, we need money. So I just I just I just have ideas. I just have ideas and I wind up tormenting myself. Well, all these things, that would be fun to do. Let's do that. And so, you know, so uh, when I think about uh, when I'm talking with, and this is one reason why I'm a coach of million dollar earners, because I talked to them like this, you know, when they were little, you know, it's just like, you know, mm -hmm. you got the consistency, you're up to a certain level, but it's like, what can we do now to explode out of the 10 million into uh 25 50 100 million and go you know open up have those you don't want to waste a lot of time on that but you want to be at least opening the door mentally for the possibility of that are there uh role you know one of the best things is have role models you know people yeah. that have gone before you are are there things you've learned from people that have gone before you or are you guys charting your own path uh no, we're 
no, we're smart about that. We understand that we're not, you know, again, we're just, we're two firefighters and, and a veteran, uh, you know, coming together to try to grow a, a brand. What we've understood is diversification. You know, uh, social media is great for brand awareness and then understanding ads and paid ads and search engine optimization and right. understanding to getting things in front of people is great as well. But those two things aren't going to take you to the levels that we want to go to. So e-commerce was great, but we, 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 understood that we needed to become an omni-channel. We need to be able to move into uh, retail as well. And then retail is great, but what's the next diversification beyond that, that we can get people that want to drink coffee immediately. They want to have a cold beverage in their hand when they walk through the, through the, uh, through the convenience store. So being able to hit every single one of those. And then we've also uh, moved into uh, creating other uh, uh, revenue streams within the business that not only give us additional revenue streams, but also complement the additional things on social media as well. So we, we know if you want to sell coffee, you can sell coffee. That's great. But we want to sell coffee, entertain, and be able to make as much money and support people through our charitable foundation as well. Yeah. And uh that allows you also to keep your employees, you know, because there's job places for them to continue to move up rather than have be the people who stall out yes. and go stale on growth. You know, yeah. one thing I'm going to tell you guys, don't forget this grow or die. Yeah. Don't ever forget that mm -hmm. because death, when you slow down, you've started to die. And if you're not watching those numbers, it's not that you're money hungry and this, that, and the other, and you know, you're just sick with greed. You know, it's that if you don't grow, you gotta go stale, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, if you don't run, you rust. And so mm -hmm. what when you only have to grow a little bit, you only have to, mm -hmm. but you have to keep that pedal on the growth, mm -hmm. or things start to stall, and that's when decay and it comes in. Uh, by degrees, little by little, and then boom, you know, it's just hard to turn it around. It's easier to keep the momentum going than to let the train stop or slow down. You never, you know, when it slows down, it's going to take that much more effort to get it up to full speed again. Yeah. And it's, it's just, you know, people say about winning, you know, it's like, I was not a great athlete in high school, but I learned one thing, winning's better than losing. You know, you don't, you don't have to be a hall of famer to understand that winning is better than losing. And uh, also it doesn't matter how much winning you've done. That's why Tom Brady's, you know, he's not just playing this year. He's mm. going to be playing for a Super Bowl this year. Yeah. You know yeah. He knows what yeah. is, he wants to be playing in February. And mm. so, uh, you know, they say, well, he's not as free. He's not a, training camp and they say no he's not gonna be a training camp he's got a long season folks yeah. you know he doesn't need to be there in august you know yeah and, uh he, he's gonna be there in the super bowl he's not gonna wash out in december and not make no. the playoffs and all of that stuff so the thing is that uh winning is so much fun and so i encourage you guys to uh keep your eye on the ball and keep moving forward because the way i look at it you started something really big and the other way i'd look at it is if other people have done it you can too wow. and probably you should do it bigger because you're coming on behind with first of all new technology new advantages and mm -hmm. you're following in their pattern you know you know they've 
they've opened the door, they've shown you ways, you know, they've made mistakes. And if you take the time to learn from that and uh, make friends with those guys, you know, one thing with uh, Sam Walton, I mean, he was in every retail store, major retail operation, picking the brain, going in and meeting the president and vice president and sharing ideas. You know, we ran these sales, this worked for us down in Florida. And then, you know, this didn't work for us out of the West Coast. And he would even go into Europe and those, you know, those stores over there mm-hmm. and, you know, pick up ideas there. He was constantly, you know, he didn't just learn from his own successes and failures and his own stores, but he learned from the other guys out there. So I would encourage you to be proactive on that. And because, you know, we're only limited by our ideas. And so once you got the idea, you can use it the rest of your life. Great ideas don't care who use them, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, but first you got to get them. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we do on this podcast is expose people to, uh, they don't even know what they're getting when they get on the, uh, uh, appreciate you guys getting on. And thank you. I'm going to give you a word, uh, a chance to say a final word, each of you, uh, to up and coming entrepreneurs and uh, whatever you want to pass on to them. Luke, you want to go first? Sure. I'd say don't don't uh, let fear hold you back. You know, don't let fear hold you back. If you have a vision, you build a team, you know, build a team, use uh, use your team, you know, share the uh, share the vision, share the victories, share the rewards and go for it work hard you know sometimes you you just don't figure it out until you actually start doing it so don't let anything hold you back especially not fear yeah that's a great point a lot of this stuff you're never gonna figure out until you get in the fight you know and as if you as long as you know how to get it started and a general idea of how we're going to go, you know, the rest you can just figure out in, in, in the middle of it and you won't figure it out any other way. A lot of these things, you just can't figure out that way. So, uh, but when you've got it, you can apply that lesson the rest of your life. That's why, you know, with that's one thing that you guys can look forward to uh, in the future is all of these lessons that you've accumulated up to this mm-hmm. point, those are available to you to apply when situations come up the rest of your life. And that's going to allow you to move through the obstacles quicker, faster, better, you know? And so you put yourself in an enviable position. I compliments to you for uh, how far you've come. Uh, Jason, you want to say, uh, uh, add something as a final word? No, I loved what Luke said. Uh, and again, uh, just anyone that's getting into the business, anyone that's starting up anything, growth is not linear. It is not uh, embrace the suck. The failures are, are bound to come at some point in time to learn from those failures, keep moving forward. Uh, and, and honestly, it's some of the greatest moments that you'll have in your life are the moments where you realize, crap, that wasn't the right thing to do. And you're able to go from there and diversify your team, man. If you're surrounded by a bunch of people that think, act and do just like you, you're probably not going to go very far. You want to be able to have people that have, uh, share the same morals, the same same thought processes but have a little bit different tools to bring to the fight and then you'll have the most successful uh, team or company around great great words great wisdom thank you guys look forward to hearing many more great things from you in the future looking forward to checking back with you down the road and hearing about some of those adventures fair enough thank you larry appreciate it thank you larry thanks for listening to the million dollar mastermind If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. 
Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whitealamwinning.com. Thanks for listening.